0: I love that they went balls in, Ball- balls in,
1: <laughs> balls deep. Welcome to SinCast, presented by CinemaSins.
2: All right, everybody, welcome to. You know what? The Incredibles two is an A plus. Let's just go to the spoiler. <laughs> Fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> fucking A. <laughs> anyway, welcome to the Sincast. This is Chris Atkinson from CinemaSins, joined as always by the voice of CinemaSins, Jeremy Scott. Fucking A. Fucking yeah, A. And from Music Video <laughs> Sins, Barrett Shear. <laughs> Hello, everyone. And today we're going to do a mini-pod. Mini-pod. Incredi-pod. pod of The
0: Incredibles 2. Oh, this is the most fun I've had with a movie since CinemaSins began. Mm-hmm. I... I... I have not come out of a movie this high since maybe the raid two yeah and that movie has nowhere near the heart that this movie has no definitely mm-hmm. Not. Mm-hmm. I loved this movie <laughs> tell me I'm not alone I know you you just called it an A plus you yeah, have to agree
2: yeah definitely uh i I wasn't expecting to like it this much I was expecting to like it um uh, the thing about it is a sequel like this has so many obstacles in front of it uh, 14 years since the last movie came out um then just the fact that sequels of this uh, for these type of genres I mean I know we were're you know we're dealing with Marvel and all that other yeah. type of stuff but this I straight up sequel to this movie just didn't seem like it was going to have much for it going mm-hmm. for it I wouldn't have thought mm-hmm uh, and somehow some way they did everything really organically in this like even the return of certain characters and everything I was like oh, they're gonna have to find a way to shoehorn this character in didn't shoehorn them in they yeah. were actually uh, you know. Germain to the plot and everything so yeah uh yeah and the uh, again the action in this movie oh, man. is fantastic Unbelievable. i was um,
0: debating I- last night with dicer what the best action moment is because he wants to throw that motorcycle chase scene into the top 10 action scenes of all time and i agree but i was somehow still more blown away by the violet fight near the end mm. scene mm-hmm. and i don't think any of that is spoilers uh no and we'll get into that more later but there's a there's a one-on-one violet has with one character that lasts a good three or four minutes that just blew my damn mind
2: yep well the the thing for me is is that in all of the all the action scenes in this movie do exactly what i wish marvel and dc would do with theirs uh where uh certain things happen and everybody's powers sort of factor in and are used in a way that are like oh okay and it's more than punching and kicking yeah uh that's where i don't that's where i have a disconnect from all those other movies is because here you you give all these people with all these just different abilities and all they end up doing is a lot of uh just hitting people in the face <laughs> so yeah. they yeah. also
1: do which we've called out before especially in like mcu movies they give you a sense of space in, in this movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You're talking about that motorcycle scene where, in, again, it's not a spoiler, she's going after a train, and you see the train like from her perspective each time, mm-hmm. because she's taking different routes and everything, yeah. but in the background, there's the train, and yeah. you're like, oh, okay, here's where I'm at in mm-hmm. relation to that, and they keep that perspective all the way through, and it's
0: fantastic. see yeah. that oh. a fight she has in a dark room with flashing lights <laughs> that should be problematic as fuck. And yet, somehow, it all made perfect sense to me, and I followed the flow of that entire fight. Yeah. Um, like, I'm astounded. I said to Dicer, so now, after this movie, how are we explaining Tomorrowland? Because it <laughs> feels like Brad Bird can do no wrong. And and Dicer's response, of course, was, you're talking to somebody who kind of likes Tomorrowland. And I was like, ah, shit. <laughs> uh, because I can't put that on him now. But he's so assured. This is one of the most confident movies I've ever seen. Yeah. And it's because he knows these characters better than you do. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it's the music is fantastic. The voice yes. work is phenomenal. There are—I I worked really hard yesterday. I brainstormed with my wife to come up with a few nitpicks. I'll give them to you in the spoiler section, mm-hmm. but I don't want to
2: because I don't care. <laughs> That's the thing. Like when it when it becomes synonym... synonym, 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 synonym. cinnamon, 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 cinnamon when it becomes sinning time for this movie there are going to be some things that uh are that will stick out a little bit but nothing that will detract from the overall grade we're all giving this this movie yeah
0: i don't think so i mean i i wasn't joking on twitter yesterday when i when i said i was considering going back to see it again Mm -hmm. and i i don't think i've ever seen a movie in the theater twice in the same day in my entire life Mm. i don't (laughs) think i've ever done that don't think i have either I mean, I've seen movies twice in the theater before, but not on the same damn day. Yeah. But part, Now, part of the reason was I knew we were doing this recording today, and I knew there would be things I would forget from my one viewing that I would not remember to bring up in our discussion. Hopefully, you guys will fill in the gaps that I have. And another viewing would definitely have more prepared me because I had some screaming kids in my showing. And oh, yeah. It was sold out. And here's, an, here's a piece of advice. If you go to a Sunday morning matinee thinking because you live in the Bible Belt, everybody will be at church you're wrong wrong. (laughs) you're wrong as hell um plenty of heathens in the bible belt going to movies on sunday morning they're either
2: heathens or they find that early service yeah they
0: went to the contemporary
2: service that's right well
1: okay so here was a thought exercise i was doing this morning deadpool 2 i I really really liked Mm -hmm. it's a great sequel i think Uh, it's new to me this stands as one of the best sequels i i've seen in a long time it, i like this more than toy story 2 it might be the best sequel ever
2: it may it's eh. up there with uh
1: when you got aliens you got t2 you got uh Empire i might like
2: this
0: that. more than the original yeah. once all is said I, and done i
2: i think i do like this more than the original the 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 thing is i i think this is i i would put I'm, i would put spider-man 2 up in that uh that category oh, yeah um and and then yeah yeah t2 and aliens are definitely have their have their place in this discussion i'd say and then godfather 2 if, if you mm-hmm. unless you have the scream to uh debate about godfather 2 exactly
1: but i mean i was literally taking a look at godfather 2 and it's I, like comparing them yeah <laughs> that's how good this movie is i was like i mean it's not
0: there but this is really good mm-hmm. what we sacrifice in this movie that I think the first movie has is a a better villain. The -hmm. the villain's not as good this time around, and I think they sort of tipped their hand on the villain reveal a little too much, because this is one of the few times where my wife turned to me and said, I think that person is a bad guy. Right. Um, And she was right. Uh, But, because we spend less time with the villain, we get more time with the family, Mm -hmm. both in family moments and in action moments, and we don't have that Quote, unquote, origin story, because really in the first movie, the kids really only get that one. They get to go to the island and do some stuff there. And then when they return from there, but they're kind of not really superheroes the whole movie in this movie. They are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like. It's it's a very good sign when something that was in the trailer happens in the movie And I'm having so much fun with the movie that I have forgotten what was in the trailer. (laughs) And that moment can hit me as a new moment. Mm -hmm. And that happened several times in this movie. Yeah. Um, But they also saved so much good stuff that's so funny. Mm -hmm. I I almost cried. I was laughing so hard. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. I mean... Jack-Jack is great. What are we going to say? What other broad strokes can we even say before we dive into spoilers?
1: Well, it's interesting because you went with your wife. Chris, did you see this alone?
2: I saw this with a friend.
1: With a friend. I went with my family. And at this point, I think I'm going to go to see every movie with my son because (laughs) I had an awesome time at Solo, even though it was relatively mediocre. Loved this. And I think it was accentuated because I'm going to take him to like hereditary and like fucking <laughs> i'm gonna take him to every movie from this point forward he's gonna yeah. have to sit through it and i'm gonna like it better because he's i bet there. you
0: wish you could have skipped that bow short before this film what the fuck was up with that i don't know i was loving it until she ate him and then it <laughs> fucked me up
1: <laughs> okay let me just real quick a detour about this did you guys get the uh the hype uh reel before the short started yes, like Craig T. Nelson and Holly Hunter
0: and uh, uh-uh. like, Jackson. Hey, we know it's oh. been 14 years, but trust us, it's worth the well, wait.
2: No, I, I, I didn't show up until that short started. So. Oh, OK,
1: yeah. So they, they go through all this hype stuff and they're like, here you go. I hope you enjoy it. And you're like, OK, cool incredibles too, and then it's a fucking short that yeah. has nothing also, to do with well, it
0: how did they convince themselves at some point we got to have the real voice actors on screen before the movie yeah. reassuring the audience that's already bought a ticket yeah that everything's gonna going
1: to be okay. the uh
2: it's the definition of preaching to the choir <laughs> it right? really is
0: and i thought i thought it was really bizarre and then yes it cuts straight to the short <laughs> which is I, even if you love it you have to admit there's some darkness to that yeah, show
2: man no you know what that short fuck that short <laughs> <laughs> i <laughs> because was uh, it, I, it
0: was definitely down this on is, the this, is the this
2: is the thing this is the thing i by the end of it obviously uh there's there's sort of a heart whatever that you discovered. all of the sort of a surprise to it or whatever um but in a typical pixar short the fucking turning point <laughs> that happens in that thing would never have happened no. and he would have learned something before that turning point <laughs> yeah. and we would have been like oh okay and then we could have just left with the idea that a fucking dumpling can live yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm stuck with the idea that
0: when i went away to college my mom wished she could have eaten me <laughs> it's like
1: horrifying yeah oh man it was uh, it was a weird short in general but it was a weird short to go right before yeah, uh, the Incredibles I too. I agree, but uh, yeah, it didn't didn't lessen the movie. It was just bizarre.
0: I agree. I agree. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, do we want to go on into the spoiler section?
1: Well, so our grades A plus for you. A yeah, plus. I, I was around an A. I've got a couple of things that uh, that prevented it from being sick. A, I know from being like top notch. You perfect. sir are worse than Hitler.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but I'm gonna go with an A, Jane. You ignorant slut. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Let's do some spoiling. All right. Yes,
2: sir.
0: I is is He's Luke's father is actually Darth
1: He's Vader. What? She's the sister and the
2: She's daughter. They just no, 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 was- no, 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 no! I'm reading the books. So yeah, I think whenever it comes down to, uh you know, cinema sins, time, and everything, we're going to be talking about this villain plan, yeah, for for quite a bit because mm-hmm. it's just one of those things. And plus, also. Uh, Helen's uh, realization of what's going on, like her, like sort of her beginning, like, Oh, I see something in this video. Wouldn't that make you go, I'm not going to share this with anybody. Immediately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it, 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 like, cause she's like, that's a closed circuit, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, video and everything. It's like, it's only two people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so like, that's the one thing I just didn't understand. And like, and then, and then after that that's when she puts the glasses on her. I was like, "Oh, well, was that the plan all along? Was yeah. that she was going to figure this out and then she's going to put the glasses on? Yeah. Or was there going to be some other like, you know, big madcap escape, uh, you know, whatever thing that she was going to be on, then she'd throw the glasses on?" Yeah. Cuz it seems like it needs to happen right then and there. Well, I feel like the movie yeah.
0: needs at least one character who raises their hand and says, "Wait, you're going to put every single superhero on one yacht?" At yes. the same time, <laughs> that doesn't sound like a very good idea, mm-hmm. but nobody ever did. Nobody ever thought, well, I want those, I want, why are they signing a document at sea? I well, have plenty of questions. Yeah, it was not only all the superheroes, but also all the heads of state well, and they for the sign entire, entire world. <laughs> I, I asked my wife this. what, the, like, well, They signed that document. Like, He even turns after the last signature. Mm-hmm. That's before all the stuff happens. Mm-hmm. That document is signed. It's the Accords of the Superheroes, whatever they're yeah, calling it. the Sokovia. So- 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 but then we get a mm. tag at the end. <laughs> Of some, like, small claims court judge banging a gavel and declaring yeah, superheroes yeah, legal. I didn't understand that either. And I was like, and my wife actually said, well, maybe the Accord burned up. There was a lot of action going on on that. That ship crashed. And I was like, okay, that's actually plausible? But the movie could show me that? Like, just <laughs> well, show me that thing burning the, or the something. The
2: Sokovia chords exploded in a, in a, like, uh, and they, that was, they were law after that. It didn't matter if they blew up or not. Uh, not that we have to, like, you know, compare the, you know, the two movies. They don't have anything to do with each other, but, um, uh, great stuff in this that I, uh, uh, I love when, um, when uh, he they find out that Jack Jack has uh, abilities and everything, and this happens with him, Jack Jack and an, uh, and a raccoon having a fight. Oh my god! That is
1: maybe my favorite part of this entire. Yes.
2: Day there's a part in there where brad bird sort of ratchets up the tension and shows the jack jack behind a bunch of like uh those beach chairs Uh or whatever and he just and he's just in the background and then he just turns into flames (laughs) and everything and starts burning each one of the chairs as he goes along
1: (laughs) oh everything about that scene is so perfect the tenacity of the raccoon yeah. <laughs> really wants to get get over on him the fact that he's not actually like you know hurting jack jack but you get to see all the powers mm-hmm. the powerlessness of mr incredible and the allowance of, uh, of of seeing all these
0: things emerging like it's just a perfect fucking action mm-hmm. scene. God, brad bird is the king of coming up with gadgets that don't have much explanation at all But made perfect sense and then incorporating them into the action. Because once Jack-Jack goes to Edna's and she sort of diagnoses him and creates all these fail-safes and then hands over this magic iPad to Bob that can sometimes predict when the things powers are going to come off and sometimes it can tell them to turn off and what i don't care how that shit works because <laughs> yeah. later on when they start incorporating it into the action like when the three kids go to the boat and they're trying to look for jack jack in the other dimension it just works yeah. it just work perfectly
2: yeah
0: um and and that's it reminds me very much of that ghost protocol scene with that fake hallway gadget yeah, where yeah, simon yeah. Pegg is going trying to be quiet moving down the, like that shit don't work yeah. but i don't care because that scene is fucking well, awesome it,
2: it doesn't work but man the way they we're talking about ghost protocol <laughs> it doesn't work but it's one of those things where they explain how it works and if you said if you were to hear that you know right off the bat you'd be like oh, okay yeah, yeah. That totally, it's not like something random they, no they, no they, i agree like they like they, they you know you know set up the perspective of the camera and all that other type of stuff that's very important but um but yeah you're right that's that's what bird seems to do he's very inventive about all these things that he throws in to I mean just just everything's a delight almost mm-hmm. every time like,
0: like that I was mentioned it earlier the Violet fight with Void <laughs> uh on that deck of the boat it it made it it was like that Nightcrawler scene in the second X Men movie mm-hmm. times a million yeah in terms of like because we've got a, a somebody with basically portal powers um and then somebody with Violet's I don't even know how to describe Violet's powers in full. But every move in that fight made perfect sense. They were all reflexive, reactive, instinctive. I ah, just, I just loved it. I felt like I could see Violet learning and growing as she's fighting. She didn't get God. Violet, I almost steals the whole movie.
1: Violet me. is essentially Sue Storm, right? Yeah. Like she's invisible and she's got the force yeah, field. Yeah, she can do right? the
2: force field. Yeah, it's, it's, it's um, I'm almost a direct copy of mm. Sue Storm. Yeah. Oh, I uh, love
0: that moment when she force fields herself. And Void comes up under her into the bubble. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because, of course, she she would not have the bubble.
2: That's another thing we're talking about, right? Like, it's not somebody comes up with this unbeatable thing... There are other people with powers here that figure out ways around it. The portal thing, and then there's the dude that crushes things. Yeah. Yeah. And he's crushing. <laughs> he's, and, yeah, exactly. If I he says doesn't he say something like if I if I crush a whole bunch of bodies, do you want me to uncrush those too, yeah. or something like that? Um But like uh he does that with the portal at one point where it's getting to the point where sh- you know Violet's gonna have to like, oh, I need to get the oh, fuck yeah, out of yeah. this. You know. Um that's that's just another detail like in i feel like in other comic book movies somebody has a certain power and there's nothing inventive about overcoming that power it's like some sheer brute force that does it most yeah. of the time or an invention or you know yeah. it's just there's it's never anything like that that's so cool
0: no i agree um once again dash is delight Other. <laughs> In the first movie, we had that moment where he runs across the water, mm-hmm. realizes he's running across the water, and giggles. Mm-hmm. And there are two or three moments like that in this film. The two of them happen on the boat at the end, and one is when Violet comes back and says, "You lost, Jack Jack," and Dash just goes, or she goes, "Where's Jack Jack?" And he goes, I don't
2: know. <laughs> "Exactly
0: like a little boy would do." Yeah. And then in the climactic fight, when I forget who he's actually going against, but he's flinging around the deck, and he's just giggling, he's yeah. just laughing. Thing. in the midst of life or death action he's like this is awesome yeah. well my, and i just love
1: it my favorite part exactly what you're saying is when he figures out what the incredible can do
2: oh yeah and he's like <laughs> holy shit yeah by the way i love the reveal of the name because yeah. they don't make a big deal about it it's not like the incredible it's yeah. just him going that's the incredible yeah. and, and it just goes on to the next uh, thing you know doesn't say doesn't stop on it like a joke or anything <laughs>
0: Um I wish we could follow that boat <laughs> the car just goes into boat mode <laughs> cuz he, he didn't know it was a voice command. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well,
2: this, is, this is more about dash too. There's that scene too early on when he's eating at the table and and uh, they're telling him you know, we're not going to be able to be superheroes anymore and everything he's like i don't know what i would do if i wasn't a superhero it's my identity <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah he's apparently voiced by a different uh, a different actor yeah. too. you can't tell oh, it sounds you exactly like Totally
2: can't tell although, although jack jack is voiced by the same person somehow oh really yeah i don't know how that happened. um
0: jack jack's voice command at edna's to enter the secure facility room
2: killed me <laughs> dead
0: yeah she does that- like uh, the all of the security measures which would have been funny enough like the eye scan because it's because it's a baby and that's yeah. edna and we've seen some of this before but then when he's the microphone pops out and he goes di, 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 di,
2: and she programmed
0: that fucking thing to accept that that's amazing
1: but the uh the voice cast overall is like outstanding because mm-hmm. you got bob odenkirk who dials his saul goodman back yeah to where he's more just like a like you know a, a tech ceo well, he's you know
2: sort of there to kind of throw the scent off mm-hmm. uh, i think if you're if you're used to bob odenkirk at this point then you know that he's being set up as the villain yeah even though like jeremy was alluding to i knew that his sister was the villain as soon as she walked in with the groceries exactly exactly yeah. but she's
1: oh man that character was really cool though i love katherine keener. Catherine keener and the look of that character is yeah it's weird to say kind of sexy
2: well i was about to say am i am i just lonely or do i think helen's pretty hot yeah <laughs> and i, then, agree. And I well, agree and i would do the same thing with evelyn too uh <laughs> probably both probably both is there is maybe both is happening at the same and time and then <laughs> he got uh
1: mike Trout. <laughs> it's a nice little throw in oh the, yeah uh, that's true uh, the investigator or whatever it is yeah
0: There's, yeah i just i'm really I really don't, I don't feel myself wanting to say many bad things about the movie. I just want to yell about how awesome it was. I want to go watch it again because (laughs) I feel like, I feel like these moments we're discussing of, you know, Dash's Joy or Jack Jack being hilarious and these one little, I feel like there's a dozen of those that I missed because Mm -hmm. I was laughing too hard at something else or the, fucking toddler next to me decided to stand up with his light up sneakers that's
2: a character by the way you're talking about edna uh babysitting jack jack and making all these different things for him and everything that's a character i thought they were going to have to find a way to shoehorn in and it and it starts off kind of that way but but then then just everything about it is oh this is they needed to do this Mm -hmm. she she you know and and just the fact that she decides to take this job because the baby can look like her, yeah. that's, that's the best thing about that whole
1: thing. Well,
0: oh, I really love So Tired He Can Barely Talk, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, similarly, tangent for a second. Almost as much as I love Hannibal, Burris is so drunk he can't talk in Tag. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, This two movies this weekend made me laugh a lot with characters who were unable to talk because of circumstances. <laughs> yeah. Uh but that that whole thing made sense that pa- uh, that Bob would eventually actually break down and somebody would have to kind of step in for at least some of it. And I love the I love the stuff with him and Violet and how he misunderstands but is trying and then they l- get to have this literal conversation. You know, where he says that to her and she realizes, you know, even though he's been fucking up, he he loves me, you know.
1: All of I, these are tropes. All of these are things that have been done before, like a uh, teenage girl gets mad at her dad for, for yeah. fucking something up and then they inevitably reconcile. Mom goes off to work and dad has to. But it, they're done so well and so fleshed out it's not just like i mean if anything maybe the dash storyline is just homework but still you you get like he's trying and he's trying to not only be a superior as a superhero he's trying to really throw himself into being a dad to make sure that he does this perfectly
0: well and part of it is the that we're we're throwing these tropes of family dynamics into the world of superheroes so you know the the dad is getting exhausted taking care of the kids while mom's at work but one of the kids is floating through the air (laughs) and jumping through dimensions (laughs) Mm -hmm. and fighting raccoons and one of the kids is trying to shred her super suit in the garbage disposal uh so we we have these extreme things that i think help keep these moments from being tropes, exactly if you will. yeah
2: there's no doubt by the way that uh that has to be a poltergeist reference that they were doing when the uh when jack jack's in the other dimension uh-huh. and and he's he's like you know he's got the cookie and he's like baby want a num-num maybe want a num-num but he's the voice of jack jack has got that yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, and all that <laughs> um so I, I love that touch. I love that touch because it's a such a subtle reference to it. Like they I feel like they did that in the last Incredibles with a Die Hard with the Vengeance uh. reference. Cause, uh, cause Frozone has that whole like, oh, you know, yeah. that that thing, of, just like in Die Hard with a Vengeance, where Samuel Jackson's down the subway and he has to get away from the phone and everything. Yeah, they so he, they have a similar scene in The Incredibles with that and everything. So I love those type of references where you're like, ah, it, it might not be, but it feels yeah. like it. Yeah. By the yeah. way,
1: I think it was a perfect use of Frozone in this. Yeah. You get the sense from the trailers maybe that they were really going to, like, overuse his character or, or bring him in a lot more. But he's only there when he really needs to be, you know? Well,
0: and his wife, you know, yelling at him on his way out the door, they turned the volume down on that like crazy after the trailer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like exactly. the trailer overemphasized that. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, he was used perfectly. He's part babysitter. Uh, he's part protector. Um, yeah, that scene
1: where they where all the superheroes come in, they've got the the goggles and And he's everything. at the door?
0: Yeah. That was almost as tense as the Spider-Man vulture moment in spider-man homecoming (laughs) yeah Yeah. because you knew so you knew shit was about to pop off but you also knew might go our way and then of course it kind of doesn't i love that they went balls in (laughs) balls in balls deep i love that they went balls deep i love that they balls in (laughs) i love that they went balls in on um having the kids be the only ones left at the end Uh yeah um giving having the faith in those characters to accidentally themselves through the situation Mm -hmm. with all of the parents under hypnosis i will i was really proud of them for making that decision because i I thought they were going to cheap out and have like some adult kind of ex machina things Um, anyway i I love it i want to see it again so i can say other things about it (laughs) Uh, i think you would love it too is it too long that's the
1: only knock that people are are given to it is that it's too long i didn't Get a sense; it was too
0: long at all. I didn't I don't know. know what you would cut. I was gonna say I don't feel like anything was wasted moments.
1: No, in matter of fact, it, it felt like they were resolving things towards the the third act, like pretty rapidly. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's we're already to this point like already.
2: Maybe, maybe you you cut down on how long uh Bob has to be by himself taking care of the kids a little mm. bit, but even then it still takes a little bit you, you have two parallel stories going on you have that and you have helen doing her stuff and there has to be like several of those you know i don't know there, there's not much you can cut really no
1: i thought it was paced really really well it was coherent all the way through there wasn't any throwaway stuff to me
2: by the way what what era is this are these movies in?
1: 62 1962 1962? which is crazy to me because you said actually that? said that I, I read it in a review. It may not be I always you know, felt like exact.
0: it was it was an intentional obfuscation of past and future. Like an intentional amalgamation that was supposed to feel
2: like all may, the, reality, the but the thing not. is though, is like so all the gadgets are very James Bond type of thing. Like the, even their house has the James Bondian type of...
0: That floor was fucking awesome, yeah. though. I love that they used that gag. Yeah.
2: And But you look at the TV that they watch, and you look at the cars that are driving on the road. Or the and, some
0: tiny pinpoint camera that she has on her suit. Mm-hmm. There's like modern tech all throughout this
2: thing. Yeah, there's modern tech, but everything else is very 60s. So you see the cars on the road, they're all 60s yep, cars. Yeah. Um, you see the TV, like I said, it's got the knobs on it. It's it's obvious, and and I keep expecting like a cell phone to pop out though, because yeah, there's just there's it, there's a modern day sensibility to a lot of. Well, this. They had a maglev train, right?
0: That train was magnetically levitating. Yeah, yeah, that shit didn't exist in the 60s. Mm-hmm. I did like how Brad Bird continues to mirror the situations that the PARS find themselves in with their powers. Like the first movie, Violet felt invisible because she didn't talk to boys, but her power is invisibility. In this movie, she feels invisible with the boy because he's had his memory wiped (laughs) and he doesn't remember her. And that just felt like a very organic evolution of her character and how she sees her place in the world. And there's a little stuff like that all throughout the She's also the
1: whole pissed off sometimes, man. She's like, what the hell is going on here? Yeah, you know? Yeah. Well,
0: because she's having adolescence. Mm-hmm, <laughs> is she having adolescence? Right. She's doing that inside out thing, man. <laughs> uh yeah, it's just a it's just a big, big, big thumbs up. Did you expect him
1: to cut in right at the end of Incredibles to start this this whole adventure? You mean like well, they within kind of the same did. scene? Well, they did yeah. in a
0: sense. And by the way, the Underminer's is still out there. I know, and that's the first thing that my son said to me as we were leaving. He was like,
1: "I don't understand this. The underminer is out there." Mm-hmm.
0: And I was like, "I, I guess." And I honestly, come back to him. I could have, I I could have done without the villain's motivation tying directly to being mad at supers because we you had know. that the first time. Yeah. And if we could have given her a better motive, because her motivation was ultimately my dad. Called a couple supers for help instead of going to a safe room. Yeah. <laughs> no. By the way, he's an idiot. Mm-hmm. You should hate your dad, not supers. Yeah. And they didn't save my mom, so I know I'm, I hate all supers. That was a little tenuous for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Whereas it almost would have made more story sense, and it would have it would have been more cliche. But to have Odenkirk's character, the big business guy, have some evil motivation that was you know financially based or something, mm-hmm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But her being angry at supers kind of felt like syndrome all over again. Yep. Mm -hmm. But again I am grasping at straws here (laughs) because I reach out and all I'm finding are fluffy pillows of love for this movie. Yeah.
2: What do we think about the epilepsy scene?
0: So I have a really hard time believing that Disney would not have checked with professionals on this before putting this movie. Mm -hmm. And then one woman on Twitter said they wish there be she didn't even she liked the movie and Mm -hmm. thought the scene was important. But asked for a warning and i guess disney has been asking theaters now to warn people that it may trigger folks like do you think disney would actually put a movie out in 2018 that could cause seizures without I don't having know. checked it i don't know i mean they, the the the
1: range of photosensitivity to epilepsy is so vast that i don't know how you make that scene to where it's not where it's 100 safe
2: yeah so well and, and and are you saying that people with very high sensitivity aren't probably going to movies anyway
0: Possibly, possibly because
2: i mean just just going in and seeing trailers i think would be would be enough at that yeah, point yeah, yeah. it
0: was but... disorienting mm-hmm. but i felt like it was supposed to be oh, yeah God, it's, it's so, such a cool so scene cool
2: but uh yeah i don't know i don't know what to think of it either because i don't know enough about it but mm-hmm. i i just i i did think that was when it, when that scene came up that's the first thing i thought of was i wonder if people with epilepsy can handle this mm-hmm. and
0: uh we make that joke a lot in yeah
2: yeah and uh and i was i i was actually kind of surprised to see that trending later on uh that whole thing but uh yeah i don't I don't know what to think of it. It is it's a, such a It's a cool scene, but yeah. you know, beware. I guess you absolutely should
1: put a warning out there. Mm-hmm. If there's if there's one person that's had a seizure from from watching that, just put a fucking sign out there and just let them know.
2: All right. Well, yeah, we love this movie. Yes. There's nothing. Uh, there's nothing else to say really about it uh, other than
1: although Jaquino one of Giacchino's best works, I think the score for this this movie.
2: I think it's.
0: Uh, I listen to his music. I think more actively than any other composer because he's my favorite and i think he's one of the best but yeah i was kind of blown away it's kinetic like it's almost always not front and center but kind of front and center if you if you attend
1: to it you're gonna find yourself really really digging it,
2: it. does seem like all the people involved are just glad to be back into this yeah, like yep. it's a fr- breath of fresh air from all the stuff that they've been doing <laughs> uh up until now like finally there's just something about this that's fun you know Holly Hunter after doing that Batman bullshit was like, yeah, this is <laughs> this is the kind of shit. That oh,
0: I'm- I know we're on the way out. I did want to make special mention of that scene where Helen tracks the signal, uh, and she's like going over the rooftops and floating at times and running oh, and jumping yeah. Oh, the, uh, the so- helicopter scenes and stopping. No, she's, no, she's, she's stopping, going around the building. She's oh, tracking the screen oh, yeah, yeah. And signal. Uh, and yeah. again,
2: she—that's another another cool way. the use powers and everything. She rubber bands herself into a lot of places yeah. and all that. It's so cool. She's uh, so
1: confident in her powers that she can do virtually anything and knows how to use. And she can. To use.
0: And I loved the joy she had and how it plays off Bob's frustration at not being the hero this time. But that joy was real. Like, when she's on like the phone? She, where she was like, just save the day <laughs> and zero casualties, baby. I love that they let her have that.
1: Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, that's, that brings up another thing. Um, the, the idea of... Okay, so this is one thing I don't think the movie did well enough. It doesn't need to be, but... Um, it doesn't set up that battle of the sexes like a 1960s movie. I think probably should to have this sort of whatever rivalry you want to consider between Bob and Helen. Bob, yeah, definitely is a is an oaf from you know old days who thinks men should be men and women should be in the kitchen. Mm -hmm. They even have there's a parody commercial. Uh, that they just randomly show and it's a it's a take on an old commercial where like it, they're putting a pan in an oven and, and it's like even he'll be able to do it oh, yeah. it's like the world is sort of backwards in this where mm-hmm. like it, but at the same time still it still tries to have the same rules that we know from the 60s where women were you know supposed to be pushed to the kitchen and mm-hmm. guys were doing the jobs and everything but still at the same time they're having an opposite effect where like guys are being treated as women and women are doing the the major jobs yeah. and all that I, I i i thought there was something there they could have maybe uh done a little bit better like i said it's not a big deal yeah. it's just it's i feel like if you're going to really set up this whole thing where you know a mr mom type of thing yeah. where he's at home all the time and is unable to do anything other than um parenting and yeah. stuff like that. <laughs> uh that you could have set that battle of the sexes up a little bit yeah, a little bit yeah, better. Yeah. But uh like I said, it's little very things. hard to qualm yeah, about yeah. that. So anyway, we're all A+ plus on this shit. And uh I can't wait to see it again as well. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, just randomly, what do you give tag?
0: Tag has waned a bit since seeing it. Mhm. I laughed a lot. Mhm. B minus C plus.
2: Yeah, that's where I would put it.
0: Hmm. Um Hannibal Burris stole the show for me. He does. And um, I really liked the way they do the action, because they do this kind of a Sherlock Holmes, Robert Downey Jr., slow-mo, oh, and then yeah. you hear what Jeremy Renner is thinking. This is why he's so good at tag, because he's like, Ed Helms is coming at me from the left. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to do that. And there's there's a lot of humor there, yeah. too, because he like, punches Ed Helms in the ass like 20 times, but <laughs> calls it speed-bagging him, and, but he like drops down and you just see Ed Helms like going like this, <laughs> yeah, compulsive. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then there are just long stretches where they're just talking and there's not a lot of jokes. Yeah. It wasn't for me that jokes fell flat a lot, as much as it was a kind of a weird pacing kind of a movie. There's
2: a scene in this movie where I thought that it was going i thought if they had kind of made it more this where they're out in the woods oh yeah if they could have made it more that than just this this whole like this is a bunch of friends getting this is how we this is how we relate to each other and all this other type of stuff it would have been nice to have i i think it might have even been better if jeremy renner was just the protagonist of the movie oh yeah and just and just yeah. having his enemies coming after him because he kind
0: of home alones them there for a little bit. Oh yeah, a couple of different times. Um, but yeah, I mean, I was I was giggling like crazy. But it's nowhere near as good as like game night for me. I, or- you know,
1: the bottom line is this has been a really good year for movies so far.
0: I'm I, for me personally, <laughs> I've seen eight or nine in theaters, and only Solo would receive a less than good mm-hmm. from me. Mm-hmm. And Solo's not bad, right? Like it's a good year for me. It's yeah, a good year. so Mission far. Impossible is not going to let me down. I'm almost positive no they're not going to Jason Bourne my ass. Um, if they do i'll be i'm gonna
2: be crushed mm-hmm. <laughs> chasing mm-hmm. born and and i mean and let's not forget uh the first purge that's going to be amazing <laughs> but see i'll skip yeah, I'm, that I'm, I'm <laughs> <watch
1: it>. i <laughs> may not watch sk- that in the theater but i'm i'm interested in seeing
2: yeah that. yeah yeah i mean we'll, we'll eventually watch it yeah uh anyway uh go see the incredibles if you've made it this fucking far <laughs> <laughs> go see it yeah uh, and then go see it again uh but uh yeah go uh, go to the Simcast presented by cinema sins and give us your thoughts about this soundcloud twitter a lot of different places to find us and uh and uh, sound off on this movie i think mostly positive it'd be it'd be uh I, I don't know it's not i guess it's not impossible to hear somebody say they hated this movie but i'd really like to know why yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh but uh, anyway that'll do it for this mini pod of incredibles 2 it's chris Atkins and jeremy scott and barrett Sherrill we'll see you next time
1: thanks for listening Comment on our episodes on our SoundCloud page. Check us out on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Reddit. And be sure to visit CinemaSins.com. It
0: cannot wait.
2: I'm yeah. Your yeah, That is totally one. it. Do, 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 do.
1: <laughs> what is the four Blonde song
2: that hey, yeah, Oh yeah, yeah. Didn't uh, didn't Stevie Ray, Not to be dark, but didn't he die in a plane crash? He did. Yeah,
1: he. Uh, it was him, and I mean, it wasn't like the big bopper and Buddy Holly and everything, but I think there was somebody else famous on that. Wasn't today.
2: it? Is well, I'm could be confusing my plane crashes, but uh, uh, it was Easy E. Yeah, Easy E. <laughs> that. I
0: think you so. know what they need to do better is they need to teach you when you're a kid that some bands sound like a person's name but they're actually the name of a whole band. Mm-hmm. Cuz Leonard Skinner, Def Leppard, I grew up <laughs> until I was Blowfish? like there's a time there was a time where I remember going that's a whole group not mm-hmm. just a dude's name. Yeah. It's too, too <laughs> many bands that do that. Yeah. <clears throat> um it, members of Eric Clapton's touring entourage oh, yeah.
1: were also in that.
0: Touring entourage? Uh-huh. That suggests well, I don't really know what it suggests.
1: Uh, tour manager, bodyguard, and agent. Yikes. And no Clapton
0: on that plane. No Clapton. No, he's still- Yeah, <laughs> he's Clapton's still, still with us. Well, why would all those people get on the plane without him, I don't like know. especially the bodyguard? I don't know. It's
2: probably that thing in like Almost Famous where they're like, you know, <laughs> they're like uh, they're exchanging beer and playing games and stuff like that. Yeah, probably you- right.
0: He sold them to humble pie for a <laughs> six-pack of Heineken. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And you don't you know, like toxic Taco's awesome, man. I just don't. I just like making fun of it. Yeah. I come from. It comes from the era of Britney music where she her music was mostly not good. Ah, oh, no
2: okay
0: well let's talk about that some other <laughs> time. yeah i don't know
2: i think i think you could have a, a decent argument either way i think i might be siding with jeremy on this yeah no that's
1: her third album that was toxic i'm a slave for toxic's you toxic's
2: got toxic's got uh you know some some cool little bells and whistles to it i mm. i just like watching the video which one uh
0: ha- which album has uh give me more song i like that one <laughs> that's the underappreciated
1: what is it called uh it's her comeback album uh, that, it's Britney
0: bitch. Oh, doom, I, doom, doom. I just like the beat in that song. Yeah, but it's such more, a garbage song. More, give me more. <laughs> give me more. And I always tie it to her, M-
1: <laughs> her VMA performance too. Oh, where yeah. she actually she was just kind of like. <laughs> Stumbling through shit and everything, it was it
2: was just gross What's and hard the to song? watch. What's the song that she did that had the uh, the double entendre in it? That uh... if, if you see, if see Amy. You if you see, Amy. see Amy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all of the girls and all of the boys are dying to. If you see Amy.